This season of the Build Your Brand podcast is supported by FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. And Gusto, easy online payroll, benefits, and HR built for modern small businesses like ours. According to Roy Spence and Haley Rushing in It's Not What You Sell, It's What You Stand For, the great brands of today don't rely exclusively on advertising to communicate who they are and what they stand for, certainly not to the extent that commodity brands do. Why? Because great brands are the result of every experience a customer has with the brand. The Southwest brand is built every time a Southwest employee tells a joke, every time a plane leaves on time, every time someone takes a flight that they wouldn't have otherwise taken, and every time someone is able to redeem his rapid rewards points without any hassles. That is what creates the brand. This is flight 372 on SWA. The flight attendant's on board serving you today. Teresa in the middle, David in the back. My name is David and I'm here to tell you that. Shortly after takeoff, first things first, there's soft drinks and coffee to quench your thirst. But if you want another kind of drink, then just holler. Alcoholic beverages will be $4. If a monster energy drink is your plan, that'll be $3. And you get the whole can. We won't take your cash. You gotta pay with plastic. If you have a coupon, then that's fantastic. We know you're ready to get to new places. Open up the vents, put away your suitcases. Carry all items, go under the seat. In front of you, so none of you have things by your feet. If you have a seat on a roll with the exit, we're going to talk to you, so you might as well expect it. You got to help evacuate in case we need you. If you don't want them, we're going to reseat you. Before we leave, our advice is put away your electronic devices. Fasten your seatbelt, then put your trays up. Press the button to make the seat back raise up. Sit back, relax, have a good time. It's almost time to go, so I'm done with the rhyme. Thank you for the fact that I wasn't ignored. This is Southwest Airlines. Welcome aboard. <laughs> I'm Jeff Eccles, and you're listening to episode 11 of the Build Your Brand podcast. If you missed any of the earlier episodes, you can go back and listen to all the episodes in order. Build Your Brand is the podcast miniseries where I explore how the best brands in the world think differently and act differently on their way to becoming the best and what you can learn from them because no matter the size, the journey is the same. If you've been following along through this season of the Build Your Brand podcast, you realize by now that a brand is much more than a logo, a tagline, and a color palette. Remember, Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, said that your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. That means that it's your job to give those people something to talk about, to give them the story to tell. So from a practical standpoint, how has Southwest Airlines applied their brand and brand story in the real world? And since we're in search of what you can learn from them, I thought it would be a good exercise to look at the three most critical times when a potential client comes in contact with your brand. The first is when they ask, so what do you do? The second is when they land on your website or maybe when they find you on social media. And the third is when they ask, why should I choose you to be my architect? 
Those are the three times when your potential client will decide whether or not they're interested in continuing the conversation. Remember, we're in an age when all the noise, distraction, and disruption that surrounds us leaves this potential client with only a few seconds of patience and attention to hear what we have to say and to make a decision. At these points in the conversation, even though they won't tell you this, what they see and hear is filtered through a single lens, the lens of what's in it for me. It probably won't surprise you to hear that these are not only the most critical points of intersection, but they're the interactions that almost everyone struggles with. When you meet someone for the first time, maybe you're at a conference or a reception of some sort, what do you say when they ask, so what do you do? Do you say, I'm an architect? If you do, you've wasted your breath and a great opportunity. If someone walked up to the imaginary person named Southwest Airlines and asked, so what do you do? Would Southwest answer, I'm an airline? No way. Southwest would say, I give people the freedom to fly, or I connect people to what matters most in their life. Do you hear the difference? When someone asks you that question, they're only offering a few seconds of their attention, and they're not guaranteeing they'll give you much energy to understand what you're talking about. If you say, I'm an architect, what does that even mean? Are you a building architect or a data architect? And is that answer interesting enough that I want to know more? Maybe the most common response you get in return is, I always wanted to pretend to be an architect. If Southwest Airlines says, I'm an airline. They're suddenly just like American Airlines, Delta Airlines, and JetBlue. But by giving a simple answer based on their core purpose and their ideal customer's biggest pain, I give people the freedom to fly. It suddenly makes them different. But does it matter? Does it make a difference? That's a valid question. For some, I give people the freedom to fly may be interesting enough that you earn another few seconds of their attention. That's interesting. Tell me more. To someone else, it may be inspiring. For others, it may be vague enough that they turn off their brain and move on. And that's okay. We're trying to connect with our ideal client, or in Southwest's case, ideal customer. Another purpose of this exercise is to determine who the person asking the question really is. So instead of saying, I'm an architect, what if you had a simple answer based on your core purpose and your ideal client's biggest pain? What if you said, I help young families live their best lives by designing a place they want to call home? Or, many young families struggle with the chaos of day-to-day, -day, so I designed the home where they can live their best life. At the very least, that's more interesting than I'm an architect. It may not resonate with everyone, but it will certainly convince your ideal client to give you more time and attention. Remember, your goal is to differentiate yourself, but more importantly, to be relevant. Answering, I'm an architect, does neither. Saying, I'm an airline, does neither. So what happens when, after the reception, that person you were chatting with goes to your website, or maybe it's another potential client that's doing some research, and they land on your website. What do they find? 
Throughout the season of the Build Your Brand podcast, Miss Moyer's 8th grade language arts class has been telling us what they think about what architects' websites look like and what they say. Their comments are inquisitive and honest. They're blunt. <laughs> kind of building off what he said, like it sounds very sugar coated and like it doesn't sound as professional, not professional, but like for lack of better words, professional than like compared to the other ones. And they're all to the point. Maybe make it like less vague and start dancing around what you do and have it be more meaningful and actually like what you do, like attention to detail and how you build stuff and like what budgeting is instead of just being like, it's poetic and <laughs> form has a function and stuff like that. Creating an amazing, internationally recognized brand like Nike, Apple, or Southwest Airlines takes a lot of hard work and even more time. And as a small business owner, you know how hard it can be to find the time to grow your business and your brand. Well, that's why you'll be excited to hear about FreshBooks. It's accounting software designed for growing firms just like yours. FreshBooks is packed with tools that help automate things like invoicing and online payments so that you get paid fast. In fact, FreshBooks saves the average user 200 hours every year on administrative tasks like expensing and reporting. That's 200 more hours you can spend on defining your purpose, building a culture, or staying relevant for your clients. Join 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days. No catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash build your brand and enter build your brand in the how did you hear about us section. And gusto. Everyone loves payday, but loving a payroll provider? That's a little weird. Still, small businesses across the country love running payroll with gusto. Gusto automatically files and pays your taxes. It's super easy to use, and you can add benefits and management tools to help take care of your team and keep your business safe. It's loyal. It's modern. You might fall in love yourself. Listeners of the Build Your Brand podcast get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash B-Y-B. That's gusto.com slash B-Y-B. As you might expect, Southwest Airlines has a unique approach to their website, how it operates, and what's on it, even amongst airline industry competitors. So let's bring in our correspondent, Don Porta, to help explain. Hi, Don. Hi, Jeff. Airline websites are a lot different than other sites, especially sites for architecture firms. Sure. There are a lot of things that happen on a site like that, starting with booking a flight. So maybe the thing we shouldn't be talking about is how the Southwest Airlines site functions, but what makes it so unique? Well, I don't think you can take how it functions out of the discussion. 
but I think zooming out and taking a 30,000 foot view will help. Okay, I'm game. There are two key things you've talked about all the way through the season of the podcast. The first is Southwest's purpose. Right, giving everyone the freedom to fly. Well, just like every story and example we've talked about, that purpose is customer focused and so is the Southwest Airlines website. Everything is designed around customer service and making it easy for someone to find a flight, book a flight, change a flight, and use their rapid rewards points. Their entire site is about making it easy for customers to travel. It's about the customer, not about the airline. That's a good point. And since I fly Southwest and other airlines as well, and frequently use all their apps, I'll also say that the Southwest Airlines app follows through on the same concept. It's super clean and maybe the easiest to use. The other key thing you've talked about is how Southwest has climbed out of commoditization by focusing on value and not price, even though their fares may be the lowest or one of the lowest available. Okay. A glaring difference between Southwest Airlines and any of the other carriers is that Southwest flights don't appear on Kayak or Expedia or Travelocity. They control their customers' experience and don't allow their flights and their services to be reduced to the lowest common denominator because they know that most of the time, the comparisons on those sites really aren't apples to apples. That's really interesting. They also realize that because of all of their freedom benefits, like no fees, bags fly free, and easy to use rapid rewards points, going through those aggregator sites would actually make it harder for their customers to fly. So just like everything else at Southwest Airlines, their entire website is about customer service, not their airline. Thanks, Dawn. You're welcome, Jeff. Throughout this entire season of the Build Your Brand podcast, our correspondent, Don Porta, has been bringing us stories from inside Southwest Airlines. So when someone lands on your website, what do they find? Is your site all about you? Or is it, like Southwest Airlines, all about your ideal client? I understand that the website for an architect is very different from the website for an airline. You're trying to achieve very different things. But remember that whether they are a future passenger on a Southwest Airlines flight or a future client for your firm, when someone lands on your website, they view everything through the lens of what's in it for me. And they give you about eight seconds of their attention before they decide either that they want to know more or that it's time to move on. You have a much better chance of falling into the I want to know more category if they clearly understand what's in it for them. That's what it's all about. What's in it for them. Imagine that you just sat down with a potential new client or maybe a selection committee to interview for a new project. They're asking, why should I choose you to be my architect? But be careful, it's a trap. You just heard an invitation to talk about yourself. You heard them say, tell us about yourself. The problem is, in their head, they said, tell me you love me and that you'll always be mine. You started talking about your experience and your qualifications. Maybe your collaborative process and dedication to good design. They heard, In this scenario, the final critical intersection, you have 
more than eight seconds to get your point across. The meeting's scheduled for an hour, but don't be fooled. They're still offering a limited amount of energy and attention. You're going to win or lose this project in the first three minutes of the conversation. If you listen to a great stand-up comedian like Jerry Seinfeld talk about the craft of comedy, one thing they'll say is that if you walk out on the stage tonight for an hour set, you've got between 15 and 30 seconds to hook the crowd. If you don't do that, if the first bit doesn't land, it's going to be a really long night. But if you hook the audience in the first 15 to 30 seconds, you earn the next 30 seconds to a minute, and the whole night becomes this process of earning your way through the set. For you, the interview scenario is the same way. You have to earn your way through the entire conversation. One of the biggest mistakes I see project teams make is wasting the first three minutes introducing themselves and their team. Think about that for a minute. They already know who you are. They just opened the door, poked their head out into the hall, and said, Team ABC, we're ready for you now. Why in the world would you waste the first three minutes, the most important three minutes of your time together, reintroducing yourselves? In actuality, that first three minutes is all about Southwest Airlines. If you can do what Southwest does, understand exactly what's at stake for your client, know what stands in the way of their success, have a plan for them to get there. In other words, make it all about them and what matters most to them. You can earn your way through the entire conversation. And that's the right answer to, why should I choose you? And that's also something that doesn't require a big budget. Developing empathy and understanding for your ideal client is one of those things that great brands do that are both free and priceless. Before I wrap up this episode, I have to say thank you to our sponsors. Without their support, the Build Your Brand podcast wouldn't be possible. Thank you to our special correspondent, Don Porta, for helping tell the story of Southwest Airlines all throughout this season of the Build Your Brand podcast. And a special thank you to Miss Moyer's eighth graders at Raymond Park Middle School in Indianapolis, Indiana, for their unbridled candor and enthusiasm. You've been the real stars of the show. Join me for the next and final episode in season one of the Build Your Brand podcast as I pull it all together. We've been on quite a journey together from that night at the bar in the St. Anthony Hotel in San Antonio to carrying more passengers than any other airline in the United States. In episode 12, I'll look back at that journey and I'll look for the takeaways because no matter the size, the journey is the same.